Don't forget, you can find the last two weeks of any show on our website, krcl.org. Just look for KRCL On Demand under the Programs tab. I'm Laura Jones, and you're listening to the Radioactive Summer Break, serving up more music discovery weeknights at 6, but still passing the mic to folks getting up to good trouble in the community, like Frankie Baines. She's a poet, an activist, part of the Changing the Narrative team that you've heard on Thursday nights here on Radioactive, part of Black, Bold, and Brilliant, our partnership with the Utah Film Center, and something called Utah Combos, and that is something created by Frankie. Earlier today, Frankie and other Utah Convos folks began installing a community mural on the walls of the Patagonia store in Sugar House. You'll get your chance to take a gander on Saturday. To find out how it all started, though, I asked Frankie for the origin story of Utah Convos. A little bit about Utah Convos. So, yeah, Utah Convos happened and emerged when George Floyd was murdered last year and um, when the racial uprising um, emerged and people were protesting and people were feeling a, a huge heaviness in our community across the nation, across the world. So I started to ask myself, like, how, what do I bring to the community? Um, what could I offer up? And um, as I talked to my friends and talked to people in the community, it felt like connection was what people really, really needed. And so we birthed Utah Convos and it was a group of community leaders um, that came together to help people have conversations in their home. And we had it based on community leaders. So people from different backgrounds could have a community leader to connect to, ask questions to that represented their community. We have folks from the LGBTQ community, from the LDS community, from the conservative community, from the liberal community. We have these different people who were like touch points to help people navigate um, how to address anti-Blackness. So you got these groups together over Zoom because we're still in the pandemic when this was percolating up out of the community. And you're a poet. Um, words matter, uh, especially for a poet. And so yeah. how did you help these community leaders lead these discussions? Because I think that's part of what's getting in our way historically is the words we use, the words we choose. Yeah, I really love what you're sharing about the words that we choose because we can get so stuck on words and the same word can mean something different to different people and we'll latch on to what it means to us because of what it means if it means something different and our fear around that when really essentially I think human connection is the most important thing and I um, really worked to build Utah conversations to be about that to be about the human connection, to let go of our need to be right. I love hearing about, you know, my favorite friends who are married. They're like, oh yeah, we, we just can't be right. You know, if you're going to be right, you're not going to be married. So how do we be in community and just let go of being right and really focus on um, being connected? Yeah, so, we, we not only want to be right, we want to get the right answer. Right, right. And you feel pressure to like be so informed and like have the best way to articulate it. And people are very passionate and it's very important to have these passions. But if they run over other people, if they are not rooted in respect of others, what are we doing? You know, so that's a lot of what we um, really focus our conversations around, like how to build those connections and also how to like point the finger in. Because if your stories aren't rooted in your experience and in your desire to connect with others, then like, how do we move forward? 
So how did you help folks move forward? And, and were there answers that started coming out of these Utah Convos conversations? Gosh, um, we offered um, a series of trainings for people to come and get some support. And then we offered some like agenda outlines for people to have the conversations in their home. It was a lot of trust to say, hey, you guys have these conversations in your homes the way that you feel that you need them. We're here to just support and really offer some frameworks, some readings, um, but and some guiding questions. And gosh, I love what you're asking about some answers that bubbled up. Um, it was really an affirming experience. Um, a lot of things that came up where um, that, you know, connection is so important and people really felt good to have an opportunity to connect in that way. And I think rather more than answers, the questions of how do we build on this came up? Where do we go from here? And so it's a question that I'm continuing to pursue. And I think it's a good place for us to maybe even talk about the mural a little bit um, because the mural has been such a good way to continue to move forward um, the work that was done this summer. So a mural came out of this series of conversations Mm -hmm. and in no small part due to the interest of the Patagonia SLC outlet. They wanted to have some sort of physical manifestation of the work you were doing. Yeah, there's some amazing people at that Patagonia store, the store manager, Annie, and um, they have an events manager, Shannon, and um, a corporate person named Haley. They all like have came in on a team and also um, another um, employee named Colin. They all like were like, hey, this is something that we want to see in our store. And Patagonia, um, one of their values is to like um, have art on their windows that represents what's going on in the community. So when they learned about this, they said, we would like our next window installation to be about your project. And we've just gone through this process of like listening to conversations. We invited folks to record some of their conversations. We had the artists listen to them. We had the artists kind of find common themes and Black Joy was the theme that she like um, emphasized and lifted up as she li- listened to the conversations that were happening. Tell us a bit about the artist. Who is the artist? Yeah, the artist is Blondine Jean. You can follow her at, on Instagram at Blondine Jean Art. And she's um, a really, really beautiful person who went to art school as um, uh, in her high school and has always been a creative person, but also loves to help. So she's an occupational therapist that helps people transition from, you know, having accidents or brain injuries and get them back to living a normal life. And she does really wonderful work. But um, when she saw the call for an artist, she was like, I'm going to go and reconnect with my art roots again. And she submitted um, um, when we had our call for artists and we did a vote and we chose her. And I'm just so grateful for her perspective and her sensitivity to what's going on now and her vision for our community. Blondine Jean, local artist? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So lots of local symbols and people in it. Can you depict a bit of it for us? I mean, it went up on the walls today, and then we'll get to the uh, events planned for Saturday. But tell us a bit about what we might see. Yes. So when Blondine was listening and she heard themes of like motherhood and fatherhood and parenthood and community and working together to build the community that we want to see. So Blondine Jean, like she took these themes and she said, let's have 
real people in our community. Let's have these actually be people in Utah because she wanted people to be able to see this mural and see themselves. So she took it deeper from just having like generic people to having real people. Cause these are people that you'll have a relationship with. And when you have that relationship, you can see something in yourself a little bit more deeply, right? And I hope that it's empowering for the people who are in the mural. So we have some community leaders who are kind of featured like on I think the far right of the mural, you'll see Yvonne, who's just an amazing um, uh, um, organizer who's rooted in um, the Orm area. And she does dance classes, African dance and African language lessons. She's an educator too. And so you'll see Betty Sawyer, Ms. Betty Sawyer, who is just a foundational leader in our community, who is the um, the um, the um, executive director of Project Success, who is work, who um, is um, a founder of the Juneteenth work that we have here in Utah, and who um, is on the NAACP up in the Ogden area. You'll see Billy Palmer, who is just a community leader who has done just amazing work over the years. He has worked at KRCL for several years, and now he's running for um, city council. And so he's just an uh, incredible, phenomenal leader. And we have Malaysia Garfield, who came to Utah to um, be the director of the Black Cultural Center and has like really positioned himself to support Black community here and is just doing wonderful work. So we just have a wide variety of leaders. And then we have some parents. We have Ashley Cleveland, who is a parent and also leads Outdoor Afro and is a phenomenal leader in our community. And we have um, a father named Brian and him and his daughter on the, on the mural. And we have a couple of dancers featured because movement was really important for blending to feature. So we have some dancers from Ingoma, Africa, a dance troupe in um, Orem that Yvonne leads. And then you also have, or, or rather, Blondine also included environmental symbols as well that say where we are and who we are. Yeah, Blondine wanted it to have a very local feel. And so she has mountain rangers that look and represent the mountain ranges that we have here in Utah. And then she has really specific local flowers. She has Perry Primrose, Wasatch Pinstamon. Excuse me, I don't know exactly how to <laughs> pronounce some of those. I'm names. with you. I'm with you. Mountain Sunflower and Common Globe Mallow. So yeah, those are the four flowers that she has kind of dispersed throughout the mural, just to kind of ground us in where we are. So it really speaks to community and uh, what you were hoping to have come out of these initial conversations. The community can see this. It started going up today on the walls at Patagonia SLC. And then what happens on Saturday? Invite folks to come yeah. on down and what can we expect? Right now, in order for safety and for social distancing so the store isn't too full, you can register for a block of time at um, bit.ly slash mural launch signups. And you can go ahead and get a block of time between 12 and 3 o'clock to come and talk to myself and the mural artist, learn about the project, and take some cool pictures and see the mural. That'll be on Saturday, July 10th from 12 to 3. We'll put that in the show notes tonight. Frankie, how can people get involved in Utah Convos and maybe lead one of these conversations in their home? Yes, you can go to utahconvos.com and you can learn more. You can reach out to us and you can come to our events to learn more about how to hold the conversations in your home. On Saturday, we'll be speaking about that, how to hold the conversations and we'll have a larger event that won't have the time slots. Um, Patagonia is able to have an open to the public event on September. So our event will be on September 18th. 
Wonderful. We'll put all that in the show notes. And uh, really appreciate all you do for KRCL, being part of the Changing the Narrative team and our partnership with the Utah Film Center for Black, Bold, and Brilliant. Look forward to having you back after summer break to do some more shows here on Radioactive. Thank you. Thank you for just highlighting our story, highlighting this work. I'm just really excited about it. Grateful to be a part of this community. And thanks for having me. Frankie Baines of Utah Convos and so much more. Check tonight's show notes for a link to get involved with her group. And don't forget, Saturday, 12 to 3 p.m., over at the Patagonia store in Sugar House, Frankie and Utah Convos will be unveiling the new community mural. I'm Laura Jones, and you're listening to the Radioactive Summer Break. Here's some more music discovery. How about Turn the Light from Karen O and Danger Mouse on KRCL 90.9.